Welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. Now, to know, recording this from home, as always, so apologies for any background noises you may hear. Now, I'm very excited because today I've been saying that I'm going to be doing this for a little while now. Finally have a guest. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to introduce guests on the podcast just to share experiences and talk over common pain points and issues we experience within the creative industry. Now today I have the talented Aaliyah. I've known Aaliyah for years and she's an amazing multidisciplinary artist. I love her work and you can find Aaliyah and her work on Instagram at A-L-I-Y-A-H A-R-T. Uh, I'm going to leave a link in the description below. So we're going to get into it. And we're speaking about all things to do with mates rates and general exploitation within the creative industry. I'm joined by the lovely Aaliyah. Um, For those of you listening, could you maybe just introduce yourself, what you do? Um, I'm an artist, but I call myself a multidisciplinary artist. Kind of hard to say. (laughs) And... um, I do a bit of everything. I do illustration, paintings, sketching, design. Um, I actually studied animation too, so I can do that, but I strayed away from animation. Why, why did you, what, what made you stray away from it? What made me stray away from animation? Um, I just didn't like it anymore. I was just, I just lost the passion for it. The industry is quite um, hard to get into. And I went to so many interviews and I just kind of found that I was just not, that was just not my place, like as a woman of colour, especially like being a black woman and being a woman in general in that industry, I found was just something rare. Find something else. Yeah. (laughs) There are certain things you experience throughout the course or whatever that just make you fall out of love with it. And it's like... Is this what the industry is actually like? <laughs> Will there be more of this? Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about mates rates, right? Because it seems that's not the, the, the pandemic outside isn't the only pandemic that's going on. No, it's not. <laughs> mates rates is also a massive issue within the creative community. And, mm-hmm. you know, you always ask, oh, you know, should I charge my friends less or I don't know I feel bad charging my friends the same rate that I charge everyone else like what's your take on it it's usually that your friends make you feel bad for charging them the same rate that you do everyone else Mm. and only the really good friends don't question it so everyone who has some kind of ulterior motive when they are asking you oh why can't you make it cheaper or please can you just give me a little discount or like um, I understand if you're on hard times, that's totally different. And if a stranger said that to me, I'd be like, we could come to some kind of arrangement then. But um, it's about that negotiation part when it comes to that, but to your discretion, of course. Yeah. But mates rate usually is them asking for something outrageous for such a low, low price to the point that's like, I may as well do this for free because it's so insulting to pay 10, 10 pounds to me to do a drawing. Like, come on. There's no regard for the work that you're actually doing, what you're actually providing. And it's like, what you're providing, the quality hasn't changed, the quality hasn't decreased. So why am I now reducing my rates? It's awkward because 
often whenever I've been asked by friends, mm-hmm. these friends for other yeah, people, <laughs> <laughs> long story about a man and his dog. Um, but what I found is that some of these friends, they don't have any creative industry experience or any sort of understanding about what goes into it. Yeah. They just see it as this, Oh, it's just a picture. Oh, it's just a, a logo. Yeah. Oh, you know, they don't understand the process behind it. And then I'm having to explain to them, like, look, this is a lot of work. This isn't just, I don't just wake up and and whip out a pencil and just, you know, and just um, something out onto onto a document. Like, there has to be concept building and research and a bunch of experience and years and time and effort goes into what we do. And that's something that needs to be respected. Because we didn't study for years at like college and uni and then in our spare time studying things differently to like not just to work but also for ourselves as artists so it's kind of like it's almost not a personal thing but it comes from within and it's a lot of energy we're exerting and doing that as well as them like liaising with us talking communicating all that paperwork all that like like you said the planning part the planning part is the the longest part of creating because the creation process once you have it planned it's quite it's sort of just there for you to finish but um it it is a whole process and it is about you almost educating those certain friends or or clients who come up to you and say oh can you give me a bit of a discount can you can you do this for me cheap I'm your friend blah 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 and I'm like (laughs) yeah friendship is not something I can buy you know but yeah (laughs) you can't buy my 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 craft (laughs) you know what I mean it's not a prerequisite it's not like oh because you're my friend that means that I'm gonna because what you're doing as well you're taking time away from me actually earning money to pay my bills you're taking time away and personally I could never go up to one of my friends and demand a discount just because I'm their friend I just find that rude (laughs) I just couldn't do it them the thought of it I, I would love to pay my friends the full price for what they what they've created I want to support them yeah. and if this was what they're asking for I don't even know how much the cost of materials or things behind it like even just paying their broadband monthly how much it costs for them to eat whilst they created this thing I don't care exactly I'll pay the full price because that's what it is for like it's all of that exactly and if I can't afford it then I just won't buy it, you know? I will share it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is <laughs> exactly. There are so yeah. many ways that you can support friends. Even if you can't afford it, there are so many other ways that you can support what your friend does. Yeah. That's just something that I think is, is something that's always going to be around, isn't it? Like, so you had, <laughs> you've had a recent experience relating to mates rates and, and working for that was it family or was it a close friend or quite close um almost like family you could say but um yeah I've we've both have numerous experiences of like mates rates and those kind of requests but this one I'm not gonna lie it really put me off doing commissions and freelancing for uh maybe indefinitely not in a sad bad way but I just had enough Mm. because I've I'm fed up of being taken the piss out of Mm. and um it's just it was just an awful experience so um maybe start from the top so we were getting quite like close it's locked down everyone is coming up with ideas and they approached me with something and it was something new I hadn't actually worked on a project like this before but I have 
um, I learned graphic design in uni and I taught myself certain softwares too. Yeah, so basically, yeah, it was me going back and forth with them about this idea and then they asked me for um, quite a low price because I gave them the quote and they were like, why is it so much? Um, can you please... Um, can you please lower the price? And she also um, works in this industry. So I kind of looked up to her and believed her when she said like, oh, this is not the price you should charge um, for this kind of work. And then I was like, oh really? Okay, and I took her lead on it. I I charged her um, the lower price that she asked for then because I looked up to her, I believed her. Yeah, I trusted her because it was someone like almost like family, close, a good friend for a long time. And um, they had a business in this field. So I was just like, okay, um, if they are thriving in this field and they know and they're telling me this, I will go ahead and believe them. And it was just a horrible month of nonstop work. I was working up until 5 a.m. for them doing these, like, way to just way too much time on it. And I couldn't even do, do my own stuff. And as an artist, how are you going to get better at your commissioned work if you don't work on your own? Um, work for yourself and um, it was horrible because she was never happy with what I created or she would say I could do better than you this is not very good this is not professional and I was just like this is really someone that's a friend this is really someone that cares about what I'm doing for them or sees that I'm doing the most and and the work I've created is good because I've actually got real graphic designers as friends you know and they were like this is really good and she was just was never happy and keep in mind I I charged her a very very low rate and she was so entitled so patronizing and just trying to almost it was like one of those clients who commission you only just to feel like they're the better artist than you when they are not an artist and then I finished the work I I don't like to I don't like to uh, not see things through and to be honest, there were some projects, yeah, that I can't see through sometimes, but I finished this piece and it was a long month of just like sleepless nights and a lot of, um, like she was putting me down a lot. So I changed things when she asked me, she kind of found loopholes in my contract. And do you think, is that something a friend would do when they got mates rates and they are asking already for the most and then they don't want to pay you um, for more changes? ridiculous and then she didn't like the work when I finished it and I said well um, if you don't like it I am not gonna uh, I don't think I'm the right artist for you to create this work you haven't been anything you haven't been happy with anything I've done and she just went absolutely ballistic at me she was ringing up my phone constantly shouting um in text messages because I wasn't picking up the phone I wanted paper trails (laughs) She said she was going to take me to court. She was going to sue me. She oh, was good luck with that. She was going to get the money back. She said, I'm going to make you pay for the fees of court as well. And I was, just, I was scared. But at oh, the same yeah. time, I could not believe it. And um, it was one of the most horrible experiences I ever had of a client. And it, it just was sad. It happened to be someone that I've known for a long time. And they were supposedly almost like family and very close to me and... Yeah. That must have been absolutely like I'm when you were talking because and we've um for those listening, me and Aliyah, we've been we've been speaking for years now. And um first time you told me this, I was like, Pff. but hearing it again, 
it yeah. was just like it's triggering to imagine that you were going through that mm-hmm. with someone someone that you regarded as a, a close someone close to you mm-hmm. it's gut-wrenching the fact that she is in the creative industry as well obviously yeah. you know that's going to lead you to believe that yeah you know if she's doing well then she must know what works right and she is telling me that i'm charging too much so i'm gonna listen because she's she's doing the thing that i i i want to do because yeah. she's yeah. doing she's doing what i want to do she's doing it well this is outrageous i've never had any client react this way to me and harassing my phone all day and then demanding for a refund for such a small amount of money keep in mind and I was like, I'm not refunding you the money because I spent all the time and hours and the work's created. What, what do you exactly. want to <laughs> And she was like, you better give me a refund or if you don't, I'm going to like broadcast all over social media that you are a scam and this and take you to court and rada, rada, rada. And I was just like, yo, you can do that. I don't care. And she started harassing me even more for the coming, coming days. So I gave her the money back because I was like, you know what? If she's so upset for, let's just tell you the sum, it was £150 for quite a lot of work. Like, and I was just like, she wants to take me to court for £150. She clearly needs it more than I do. So I will give it back. But I was, like you said, triggered. I was so angry and upset. I was like, I am never, ever doing commission work again unless I want to do it. It doesn't serve me. If it doesn't make me feel happy doing it, if it even if I don't even envisage what the project is, I'm not doing the work. I'm not working with people like this again. The fact that she used the small claims court thing, and I just want to, I want to, I want to say this, yeah. Mm. A lot of people, they that's their first go to, right? They'll say, right, I'm going to take you to court. I'm going to take you to court. In actual fact, going straight to court will work against you because what they're going to do, they're going to look at you and they're going to ask you, have you explored other avenues first? Have you exhausted all other options? Have you conducted yourself fairly? Has, Has there been fair play here? If she's saying i'm gonna go and broadcast and blah 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 and publicize they're gonna look at that and they're gonna say well you haven't been playing fair in this they're gonna look at the conduct they're gonna look at the messages the paper trails and everything in between and they're gonna come to the conclusion like you're not playing fair here a lot of people will say small claims court as a way to scare you honestly as long as you keep a paper trail and you document all correspondence. And from the offset, if you clearly communicate your expectations in your contracts and make it very clear and make it easy for the client to pay you and easy for the client to understand what the terms are, they won't have a leg to stand on. Especially if you can prove that you've put the hours in and you've done the work that they've asked you to do. If they suddenly decide like, you know what? I don't like this anymore. I'm changing the goalpost. I don't, uh, and sometimes, you know what, they, sometimes they'll pretend they don't like it. They pretend yeah. they don't like it and they'll, they'll use it. You, you know what I'm saying? They'll take the file anyway and use it. They'll probably block you first and then use it on their socials or whatever just to get out of paying it. They'll say, I don't like it, so I'm not going to pay for it. But that situation you went through? One of the worst things, and I've been doing freelance for nearly seven years of my life, that was... I've never come across anybody like that. And because I've frankly never had to go. And 
I didn't go with her to court either, but I was just like, I'm not doing this. So like, did she actually go to court then? No, she didn't, but she was threatening oh. me. And um, she was saying, if you don't pick up the phone, um, like, I will sue you and you will have to pay. Okay. And like, it was just constantly everyday text messages. And I was like, keep those texts and you're like, just that paper trail is there. And um, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and at the end of the day, you have to really weigh it out. <laughs> 150 pounds is it really worth going to small claims court over 150 quid you know it's just it's a, a colossal waste of time and resources when there are truly situations out there where people are owed money <laughs> you know yeah. and it's just it's just it's wasting time I'm actually creating a masterclass around dealing with difficult clients and one of the modules that I'm covering is small claims court and also the steps that can be taken before it's escalated to that point. Because so many people, like what I was just saying, just jump straight into that. I'm going to sue you. For what? That's just a... It's, it's, it's such a shame when you hear of creators being exploited in this way. Because it, it's, mm -hmm. it's exploitation. You've had your time wasted. 5 a.m. I mean, 5 a.m. They're my friends. That's Because yeah. that's the thing, we, we, we go above and beyond, you know, we want to give and give and give, and then we feel bad when, you know, we expect to be compensated in the same way that people who aren't our friends would yeah. be expected to compensate us. The, the William Balls of it is that whoever it is that's commissioning you needs to respect that, needs to respect your terms, respect your boundaries. There has to be a, a meeting point. And it sounds to me... In your case, it was their way or the highway. There was no middle ground, you know. And in those sorts of situations, it, it can feel impossible. You're going up the hill and getting pushed back down it. And like for anybody listening who has a similar experience or is going through that as well, like this counts to you. Like always stick to your gun, stick to your word. Your contract is there to keep you safe. And if you need help shout out to me shout out to key like creative champs is here for you like mm. even that masterclass about small claims oh my god 100 percent, i'm getting that you should all get this <laughs> you need this in your life like because everyone will refer around i'm taking you to court and all really nilly but really can they actually have a case against you is the question that's the thing like they're wielding these weaponizing it but yeah. there's no weight there's no weight there it is such a shame because i think in general members of the creative industry we are treated like we're treated <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i was gonna say in it um, like but i get where you're coming from what, what yeah. would you like you'd say we're treated as like um you know we're expected to fumble for scraps sing for our supper beg for mm -hmm. payment uh, when the work exactly. we do is so important is so important and it, we look at the infrastructure of the things that are around us that surround us every single day is all upheld by creativity and design so when we're treated like this in these circumstances it's really mind-boggling to me because without the creative industry these people would struggle to to get anything done yeah it's just it is it's, it is really quite um sad because as well what happens is some of these harmful narratives are carried over and embedded 
like in university for example yeah we'll speak to students today to this date who are entered into these um call outs right now some of these competitions are you know they might say things like submit work that you've already made you yeah. know and we'll pay you and blah 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 that's that's fine but the competitions where they expect you to create work from scratch to meet a brief to help them with something to help mm-hmm. them promote something that they're doing or to help generate themselves and whatever and they only will pay the top entry and usually what they'll pay them what a couple hundred quid if that right so insulting (laughs) like a competition like as if you are achieving something when the real achievement is is that you manage to follow a brief and deliver work and that is worth more than a hundred pounds of course because they are going to use that to publicize to market themselves and what are you going to get out of it no you're going to have your time wasted and the harmful thing is is that these narratives are being normalized and these call outs you know because you you get a lot of artists saying things like well we need this we need things like this because these will help us get into the industry and it's such a shame that that is something that's widely felt Mm -hmm. you know i am noticing however that there has been an influx of artists coming out and speaking out you know against this sort of thing which is amazing um but it's just like it's it's mind-blowing because a lot of these companies and organizations who are orchestrating these they know they know that there are a lot of artists who feel as though they need to take part in these things and they 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 weaponize that and they utilize that and they'll say well you know we'll give you exposure we'll post your name on our website and but that isn't any guarantee of recompense no and it's it's them preying on those like those young artists especially who want to break out into the industry who want that recognition and they're being promised a lie and mm. trust me check those t's and c's they always say they earn all the rights to your work and can use it whenever they want because you just press that submit button on that competition and you've given away your work which is probably amazing and you could use it for yourself but they've taken that credit away from you and that's that's worth that's so priceless actually you can't you can't buy that you can't you can't buy that and it's you know there's so much talent and these harmful things when they're embedded it then becomes difficult to break out of it and then that's when you start to feel guilty for charging more you know i feel guilty for charging more because you know really and truly i should be grateful to even be given the opportunity to do this and it's just, it's sad. I, I just, ah. Oh. We should have cling to every opportunity. I learned that the hard way because um, when I first started freelancing, and I'm sure you probably had the same issue too, when you get opportunities of people coming up to you, you're like, oh my God, I feel so honored. Yay. And then you've kind of taken too much on and you're only being paid £20 for seven projects. That's shit. And you don't want to actually be paid like, that much I don't know what's 20 times seven I can't add I'm bad, but, um, <laughs> no <laughs> one project should be like 140 150 <laughs> and it can't you should even that out for yourself because when you have like so much to do on your plate you can't perform your best exactly. and then you still doubt yourself you're reinforcing that doubt in yourself and then like you said you feel like you're being exploited because deep down you know you are and 
no, don't be taken for a mug. You don't have mug written on your forehead. No, like, exactly. <laughs> After all, exactly. I just wanted to round this off by saying, you know, first of all, thank you for sharing your experience today. Welcome. Yeah, because I think there, there, there must be so many people listening who can relate. You know, these are the kind of things that we go through as creators. To anyone listening, I just wanted to round this off by saying to anyone listening, like not to allow anyone else to determine your worth or to dictate what you should charge or whether you're, you're pricing too high or... Because a lot of the time, people will place certain parameters on you depending on the, the limitations they have placed on themselves. So if they are creators themselves, they might be thinking, well, I couldn't charge that much. So you have no business charging that much. You do similar work to me. Why are you charging so much and I'm charging so little? No. You know, it's a lot of um, deflection. And sometimes it's coming from a place of complete ignorance. At the end of the day, you need to think about the value that you're providing for, for your clients. You need to think about the results that you're producing. You need to think about the positive effect that you're having on people's lives and what you're contributing. And let that be your guide. You know, yeah. you can charge whatever you want to charge. There's always someone out there who could afford what you're charging. Always, always, you know, um, this isn't to say just go, go to the, um, go through the roof with it, but saying that there is no, there should be no cap for you, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to round off by saying that. I would just say mates race, don't do it. Please just don't do it. Anyone asking you for a discount that like, are they going to go Gucci and say, oh, I can't afford this. Can you give me a discount? Hmm. No, they're going to pay that full price. They can surely exactly. pay for your full price. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> uh, we're probably going to have a chat up about this on Instagram. Oh, it's Elliot's birthday today. Hey, Happy birthday. <laughs> I am honoured that you have decided to... Uh, engage with me on your special day uh so we can all wish you an amazing birthday and um i hope you have a great one even though we are on uh ld but i hope you enjoy your day and thank you so much for joining me and thank you for tuning in everyone i will speak to you same time next week all right take care